John chapter 10, verse 10. The Bible says there in John 10, 10, the thief comes only to steal, to kill, and to destroy. But I have come that they may have life and have it to the full. Can I hear an amen? Let's go ahead and pray tonight. Father, in the name of Jesus, Father, tonight I would just ask God that you would just have your way, Lord, that your will would be done tonight. And, Father, that your message will go forth, Lord, and it would touch the hearts and the minds of your people, Lord. That even during this Christmas season, Father, that our hearts and our minds will be exactly where you want it to be, God. Upon you and upon your son. And, Father, tonight I pray, Lord, that we would not allow the enemy to come in and steal, kill, and destroy our lives, Father. In the powerful name of Jesus. And together we all said? Come on. Somebody said? Amen. So tonight was ugly sweater. Tonight is ugly sweater night, right? So here tonight, I'm going to ask you guys, I'm going to ask you to do something real quick. If you wore an ugly sweater tonight, even if you don't think it's ugly, hello, if you're wearing an ugly sweater tonight, I want you to stand up. Even if you don't think it's ugly, amen, but you came, you said, I'm wearing an ugly sweater. It's all right. Just go ahead and stand up if you came wearing an ugly sweater. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. There's a lot of people standing that got ugly sweaters on. Can I hear an amen? You can go and have your seat here tonight, but I'm going to be a little bit honest. Can I be a little bit honest tonight? A lot of more people should have stood up tonight. A lot more people should have stood up tonight. And here's what I mean. Say, what do you mean, Pastor Toby? Well, I'm going to tell you. Amen. But how do you know that a lot of us here tonight, we came wearing ugly sweaters. Mine's not too ugly. I didn't want to have it too ugly because I didn't want to be distracted. Amen. Because some of you guys' stuff is pretty distracting. You guys are distracting me right now. Praise the Lord. So I didn't want to be too distracting to myself while I spoke, so I kept it a little toned down. But a lot of us here tonight, we came in wearing physical ugly sweaters. But I want you to know that a lot of us here tonight are wearing some ugly sweaters that nobody can see. Are you guys with me? See where I'm going tonight? Huh? Some of us are wearing ugly sweaters that not anybody else can see but us. Some of you might even be wearing some ugly sweaters that you don't even know you're wearing. Huh? But how many know that we say this a lot when you come to church? We hear it a lot, and especially when we go out to the streets. We, people out in the streets hear it a lot from us. We tell them, you know what? God has a plan for your life. Right? You've heard that before. God has, somebody has come up and told you, hey, God has got a plan for your life. Well, then I guess it would stand to reason that if God has got a plan for my life, well, then I would definitely say that the devil's got one for my life as well. Can I hear an amen? So if God has got a plan for your life, then you've got to be sure and you've got to know without a, a shadow of a doubt that the devil's got a plan for your life too, especially during this time of season. Can I hear an amen? But the Bible says in Jeremiah 29, 11, and again, another very popular portion of scripture for I know the plans that I have for you declares the Lord plans to prosper you and not to harm you plans to give you a hope and a future that is God's plan for your life are you with me that's God's plan for your life so then pastor Toby what's the enemy's plan for my life well we just read it and let me scroll on back to it John chapter 10 verse 10 it says that the thief comes only to steal kill and destroy that's the enemy's plan for your life. Very simple, right? It's not some uh, uh, enigmatic, you know, uh, 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 formula that the enemy has. It's very simple. He keeps it very simple when it comes to the plan for your life. Huh? Just like God. God's plan for you is very simple, but the enemy's is simple as well. All he wants to do is steal, kill, and destroy your life. Huh? And how does he do that? Huh? He wants to come against the plan that God has for your life. He wants to kill, steal, and destroy the plan that God has for you. Amen? And in order to do this, the enemy uses many different tactics, uses many different strategies when it comes to trying to destroy your life, to steal, kill, and destroy your life, especially during this holiday season. Can I hear an amen? 
the holiday season, the Christmas season is very taxing on a lot of people because a lot of different things begin to happen. Family begins to come in, right? And then the emotions start to go because how many know that sometimes family comes in and we didn't want them to come in, right? We're like, oh, my God, so-and-so's coming to town. Not Santa Claus, hello. Aunt so-and-so or uncle you-know-who. Can I hear an amen? But during this holiday season, this Christmas season, the enemy kind of works a little bit overtime. Amen? And one of the ways or one of the tactics that he uses during this type of season, during the Christmas season, and in keeping with tonight's theme, amen, is he wants to keep us wearing some ugly sweaters. Huh? Ugly sweaters that nobody else can see but are still there. Just because you can't see it doesn't mean that it's not there. He wants to keep us from moving forward or getting past certain things to be able to get to what God's best is for our lives. Are you with me? How many know that God has something really good for you? God has something awesome for you. Do you believe that? Oh, come on. Do you believe that? Do you believe that God has something awesome for your life? Do you believe that God has a plan for your life? Then say amen. So tonight, don't get it twisted here tonight, but tonight I want to strip off some sweaters. Come on. Can I do that tonight? Can God strip off some sweaters tonight? Huh? God wants to tear them off tonight. Are you with me? So here we go. See, there's a lot of ugly sweaters, but I'm only going to touch a few tonight. Is that okay? Now, the first ugly sweater that the enemy wants to keep us wearing is the sweater of sin. Hello. Right? That's a big one. That's an ugly one. Right? That's, that, that sweater can cover pretty much almost anything. Right? But see, when not removed, this sweater will not allow you to enter into the promises and plans that God has for your life. Are you with me? I'm going to say that again. See, when, you, when not removed, this sweater of sin will not allow you to enter in to the plans and the promises that God has for your life. So why do you think the enemy wants to keep it on you so much? Because it's going to keep you away from God. You see, sin keeps us from having an effective, personal relationship with Christ. Did you hear me tonight? Huh? Not just a personal relationship, because you can be in sin and still have a relationship with God, but an effective, personal relationship with God. Because how do you know that's what he wants from us, right? He wants us to have an effective personal relationship with him. But if you have sin in your life, if you're wearing that ugly sweater of sin, that will not be able to happen, my friend. See, it creates a gap or a separation from him. That's what sin does. Sin separates us huh, from God. And that's exactly what the enemy wants. He wants to separate us from God, just like in the beginning, right? When he came in there and talked to Eve. As soon as he talked to Eve, and as soon as they bit with the apple, the separation happened. Do you remember the story? Okay, then I'm not going to go there. Amen. But it separates us. It creates a gap between us and God. And we, when we are separated from God, there's a word that we use here in church, or you even find it in the Bible, there's a word that we use. When you're separated from God, when there's a gap between you and God, you are lost. Huh? When you're separated from God, you're in the state of, I don't know, lostness. Amen? But you're lost. Praise the Lord. And here tonight, you can be here tonight, and you can still be lost. You could be sitting in one of these pews right now wearing an ugly sweater and be lost and not even know it. Huh? Why? Because of your sin. Because of that sweater of sin that the enemy has on us. Amen? And as long as the enemy can keep us separated from God, he can push forward his plan for your life. Remember, the devil has a plan for your life as well. So as long as he can keep us separated from God, his plan is going to be able to move forward more effectively. See, I don't know what sins you might have in your life, but I'm here to let you know that God knows. God knows what you have in your life. Nothing is hidden from him. You see, but God wanted that effective relationship with us so bad, so bad that he allowed his son to hang on a cross for you and I. That's how much he loved us, huh? So that we would no longer be separated because of our sins. Now, maybe tonight the enemy has put the ugly sweater of sin on you 
right? Maybe you have that ugly sweater on, you don't even know it, or hey, you might even know it. You might even know that you have that sweater on tonight. You know what's in your life. You're aware of it, but maybe you don't want to wear it no more. Well, I'm here to let you know that all you got to do is draw near to God. Draw near to God, and the Bible says that he will draw near to you. And how do you do that? Is you repent. That's how you draw near to God, is you repent. When you begin to tell the Lord, you know what, Lord, forgive me of my sins. You know what's going on in my life, but I don't want to do this anymore. I don't want to wear this ugly sweater anymore. And you begin to draw near to him, God is going to draw near to you. Huh? The Bible says in 1 John chapter 1, verse 9, that if we confess our sins, that he is faithful and just, and he will forgive us our sins and purify us from all unrighteousness. Can I hear an amen? Come on, if you believe that, give Jesus a hand of praise. So don't allow the devil to keep that ugly sweater of sin on you. Rip it off. Strip it off tonight. Amen? Okay, so we got the ugly sweater of sin, right, that the enemy tries to bring. That's a big one. Again, like I said, it covers a whole, different, whole bunch of different things. But now we're going to get a little more specific. So I'm going to say specific. Another ugly sweater that the enemy tries to put on us or tries to keep us wearing all the time, especially in this, time, this type of season, is a sweater, ugly sweater of discouragement. The ugly sweater of discouragement. And, you know, I think we've all... Pretty much everybody in here, I could say, has pretty much worn this sweater one time or another within their lives. Amen? Someone might be wearing it right now. You might be discouraged right now. I don't know why, but you might be discouraged for one reason or another. huh? Especially, again, like during this type of season, again, you know, family begins to come in, different things, and memories, and feelings, emotions begin to happen. And we begin to start feeling discouraged. We begin to look at our life and begin to get discouraged. Can I hear an amen? But I also want to let you know that discouragement is a playground that the enemy loves to frolic in. Um, because when we're in that state of discouragement, that's when we become the most vulnerable to the enemy. We become most vulnerable to the enemy. And this is also when we start to question everything. We begin to question everything. And this is a door that ushers in the enemy's plan by attacking and making accusations about God. Huh? You ever heard this before? Why did God even allow this to happen? Huh? Begin to question everything. Or if God really loved you, dot, dot, dot. Right? You ever heard that before? Or how about this one? God isn't real. You're just wasting your prayers. Come on now. See, now discouragement is a stepping stone to despair. And despair is the catalyst to hopelessness. Huh? Now we hear about the Christmas season, right? Everybody, you know, as Christians and even people that are not saved, Christmas is like, yay, right? A great time of year where everybody's hugging each other and loving each other. And, but not everybody. Huh? Not everybody's like, yay, and hugging each other. There's a lot of people that are going through it right now. They're discouraged right now, huh? They're in that, 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 that place of despair. Because of discouragement, despair has entered into their lives. And even for some, despair has now cat catapulted them into hopelessness. This is a season of hopelessness for some people, huh? But I'm here to let you know that in that hopelessness, this is a realm of deep emotion that Satan can influence feelings and actions that can cause us to react in ways that sometimes have no remedy. Hmm? That have no remedy. But I'm here to let you know that God will not allow despair into our lives if we don't let it. Huh? But all we have to do is trust him. All we have to do is trust God, trust his promises for our life. Huh? And then that despair will not be able to come into our life. And as long as despair doesn't come into our life, we don't have to worry about going into that state of hopelessness because we have not allowed it to. Because why? Because we trust God. We believe God. We believe the promises that he has for us. Amen? Do you believe in God and the promises that he has for your life? Come on, if you believe it, say Amen. And especially during this type of season, the, like I said, the enemy works overtime. Huh? He's really trying to get us to not trust God. Are you with me? He's really trying to get us to not trust God and to give in to those feelings, to give in to those emotions. Because huh? there's a lot of emotions that go around this type of season, this, type of, this time of year. 
There's some crazy stuff that happens this type of year. Can I hear an amen? 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verses 8 and 9 says this, that we are hard-pressed on every side, but not crushed, perplexed, but not in despair, persecuted, but not abandoned, struck down, but not destroyed. Come on, give Jesus a hand of praise if you believe that. It doesn't matter what you're going through. It doesn't matter if you feel. You might, even, you might feel hopeless. You might feel like you're in despair, but all you got to do is get into God's word. Read the promises that he has for, his life, for your life. Huh? Even though you're hard-pressed on every side, the Bible says, what? You will not be crushed. You will not be in despair. You're not abandoned. The enemy cannot destroy you. Come on now. So don't look at your problems. I know it's hard, right? Especially when they're standing right next to you. When you can feel them breathing on you. Come on now. Some of you guys know what I'm talking about. You can feel that problem or whatever it is breathing on you. You're like, man, come on, wicked already, right? Step off, right? But you can feel it right there. But I'm here to let you know, don't focus on your problems. Focus on the one who can get you through them. Focus on the one that can overcome them, huh? Don't look at your problems. Look at God. The ugly sweater of discouragement. Got to rip it off. Got to strip it off tonight. Can I hear an amen? The third sweater that the enemy tries to get us with is the sweater of diversion. The sweater of diversion. Now, diversion makes the wrong things seem attractive, so you want them more than the right things. If loving you was wrong, I don't want to be right. Watch out. Some people sing that. This is the time of year they sing that song, huh? Right? But see, diversion makes the wrong things seem attractive, so you want them more than the right things. Anybody go to Black Friday this year? Huh? Make the wrong things attractive. Come on now. Anybody get convicted right now? You guys are waiting in line for three days. Huh? Just kidding. Praise the Lord, but really. <laughs> but again, this is the time when that stuff, these kinds of things, the enemy, he works overtime. Huh? Because a lot of times during the rest of the year, these kinds, some of these things don't work as well. Right? So he tries different things. But during this time of season, this holiday season, these kinds of things, right, the enemy says, oh, no, I'm going to get them this year. This year I'm going to get them. Right? And they begin to bring these things. You see, he tries to divert us from the things that are important to God. How do you know that God's got some important things? God believes in a lot of things, especially for your life. Huh? But he tries to divert us. He tries to make us look at those things that look good. Hello? Brother? Sister? Right? Looking at the other brother? Looking at the other sister? Things that look good but ain't necessarily what God wants for us, huh? or things that are important to God. See, he wants us to think that what God wants is not as rewarding or as enjoyable as other things, right? Man, but if I was driving that car, oh, man, I would like it a lot more than driving this bucket. Come on now, right? He wants us to think that other things are more enjoyable, worth more, have more value than the things that he wants for our lives. He wants us to go after the things of this world instead of the things of God. He wants us to chase the temporary and run from the eternal. Huh? He wants us to chase the temporary and run from the eternal. Huh? He doesn't just want us to forget about the eternal. He wants us to run from it and chase the temporary things. Huh? And that's the things of this world. Like that stuff people go out and buy on Black Friday, that's all temporary. You're not taking that big screen TV to heaven with you. You're not. I mean, you might try. I've seen people get buried in their cars get buried with all their money and all that stuff. That stuff's still there. You could go dig it up and find it. Huh? But God wants you to go after the eternal. Huh? How many of you guys ready to go after the eternal tonight? The Bible says in 1 Timothy chapter 6, verse 11 and 12, but you, man of God, any men and women of God here tonight, but you, man of God, flee from all of this 
and pursue righteousness, godliness, faith, love, endurance, and gentleness. Fight the good fight of faith. Take hold of the eternal life to which you were called when you made your good confession in the presence of many witnesses. Huh? Don't let the devil divert you from what God has for you during the season. Strip off that sweater. Take it off tonight. Amen. Keep your clothes on. Praise the Lord. But rip it off. Come on. Got to take it off. There's so many different things that we could go after in this life. Can I hear an amen? So many different things that the enemy tries to get us to chase. Cars, right? Uh, 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 women, men, money, jobs, prestige, right? Power, right? Many different things. But I'm here to let you know that none of that stuff lasts. None of that stuff is going to last. All that stuff's going to see rust and moth, the Bible says, right? Talks about rust and moth, all that stuff. Again, you can't take it with you. You can't take it with you. Excuse me. So don't let the devil divert you from what God has for you this season. Huh? I got two more sweaters. Amen. Can I have a few more minutes? Two more sweaters. I'm going to go through these really quick. Praise God. The fourth sweater is a sweater of defeat. The sweater of defeat. See, defeat will make you feel like a failure so that you won't even try. Defeat will make you feel like a failure so that you won't even try. Anybody ever been there? Huh? Again, there might even be somebody here wearing that sweater tonight. Right? You don't even want to try. Because you feel that. You feel that spirit of failure. Like, you know what? I can't even do this. I don't even know why I'm trying. So I'm not even going to try. Through defeat, the enemy limits and robs us of our future inheritance. Again, if, if you read your Bible, you, you know that we have an inheritance. That God has given each and every one of us that love him and have accepted him into our life an inheritance. We have something coming, in other words. Come on now. You know what I mean when I say that, right? You got, oh, we got something coming. Praise the Lord. But see, through defeat and not even trying to go after those kinds of things, the enemy robs us of that inheritance if we let him. Huh? Look at your neighbor and say, I'm not going to let him. Now, if he plays his cards right, because how many know that, you know, the enemy likes to play cards, okay? Now, if he plays his cards right, he can defeat our future successes by frustrating and defeating our moves forward towards the plans that God has for us. Because you know that God, when he has plans for us, everything we're moving forward, right, step by step. You know, the uh, uh, Bible says glory to glory, right? Different things begin to happen. We take different steps. We get closer and closer to what God has for us. Well, the enemy, if he does things the way that, you know, if he plays his cards right and he allows that sweater defeat to stay on us and we begin to wear it day in and day out, well, then he can frustrate those steps of us moving forward into what God has for our lives. And that could be a number of different things. We could be here all night talking about the things that he could try to frustrate within your life. So I'm here to let you know, if you feel that the enemy's coming against you, you're trying to go forward, and you feel like, you know, something's pushing back, I'm here to let you know, that's because you're trying to go forward. Because if you're not trying to go forward, you're not going to feel any pressure, right? You're not going to feel any resistance. Amen? You guys know what I'm talking about? Because when you're trying to go forward and you're feeling resistance, that means the enemy's trying to push back on you. But see, if you're not going forward, you're not going to feel any resistance because the enemy says, I don't got to do nothing. You defeated yourself. You're not even trying to take a step forward. Why? Because he's got that sweater defeat on you. You already feel defeated. You're not even going to try to take a step forward. Huh? He wants us to give up before we even try. And I think it was even Pastor on Facebook today. He put on there, uh, you'll never, oh, actually, no, that's my next point. Amen. I'm, gonna, I'm trying to get ahead of myself. Amen. I see something he put on Facebook, and I say, like, oh, that's confirmation. Praise the Lord. But see, he wants us to give up before we even try. Have you ever given up before, before you've ever tried anything? Right? You just kind of looked at the situation, looked at whatever it was, and said, you know what? I'm not even going to try. I can't even do that. That's the sweater 
right there. That's the sweater. I'm going to go ahead and have the worship team come on up at this time. I mean, this is the very last sweater tonight, but I believe this sweater is just as important. It's just as bad, just as ugly as the rest. Amen, because those were some ugly sweaters. Can I hear an amen? Right? We had the, the sweater defeat, sweater diversion, sweater of discouragement, and sweater of sin. This last sweater is just as ugly as the rest. Amen? Just as ugly as the rest. This sweater is a sweater of delay. This is a sweater of delay. You say, well, what do you mean, Pastor Toby? Well, I'm glad you asked. See, this sweater will cause us to put off something so it'll never get started or completed. I even Pastor even put something on that on Facebook today. He said, you'll never finish what you never start. Right? You'll never finish what you never start. I said, wow, that's confirmation. Amen? Because see this again, the sweater will cause us to put off something so it never gets started or completed. Because you can never complete something if you never started, right? How many of you guys ever have any projects you've looked at, right? Never started them. You thought about starting them, but they're still there in the garage or they're still there, you know, under your bed or, you know, wherever you keep your projects. Amen? Praise the Lord. And I used to start things and never complete them, but that was BC, amen? But even in Christ, there are certain things that God wants us to do, certain projects, if you will, or steps that God wants us to take in the plan that he has for our lives. And sometimes the enemy tries to put that sweater of delay, and he tries to get us to not even start those things, not even to take that step into it. Because if we don't start it, he knows that we'll never complete it. Anybody here ever procrastinated before? Procrastinated, amen? I'm going to make sure I said that right. Procrastinated before, amen? See, we say we're going to do something, right? We look at it, we say, you know what, I'm going to do this. Only to put, a, you know what, but I'm going to do it tomorrow. I'm going to start that tomorrow. You guys remember that commercial back in, it might have even been the 80s, uh, since we're on the 80s, but I think it, it might have been the 70s. It was early 80s or late 70s. And they had that guy, and he says, yeah, I'll do it tomorrow, 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 right? Remember that commercial? I don't remember, I don't remember what it was about, but it was about procrastination, right? It was about putting off something the next day, thinking, well, I'll just go ahead and do it tomorrow, right? I'll, I'll go out and I'll go witness tomorrow. You know what? I think I'll go to the UTC next year, you know? Uh, uh, whatever it might be. Whatever it is God has put upon your heart to do, sometimes we say, oh, yeah, I'll do it tomorrow, or I'll do it next week, or I'll do it, you know what, when we get back from the women's conference, I'll do that. Or you know what, after Mighty Men, it's on. Come on now. I've known guys that have been at Mighty Men and said, man, when we get back, it's on, man. I'm going full force for Jesus. And you come back, and you don't even see me anymore. I'm just being honest. But that's because of what? It's a sweater of delay. It's a sweater of delay. Guy, he doesn't even want us to start it. The enemy says, no, if I can get them to not even start it, they're definitely not going to finish it. Huh? See, we say we're going to do something only to put it off until tomorrow. And surprise, it never happens. Right? Even more so, even more so, is when those that are contemplating getting saved. You might even be here tonight. You're thinking about it. God is tugging on your heart. You're saying, man, I need a change in my life, man. I need God, you know, maybe it's, this, maybe it's this God thing. Maybe I need Christ in my life, right? But you got that sweater delay on. The enemy's put that sweater on you. You're like, yeah, maybe I'll do it tomorrow. Or you know what? After Christmas, you know, when holidays are over, all the craziness is gone, you know, yeah, then I'll get saved. Then I'll get saved. You know, hell is populated with a bunch of people that said that. Hell's going to be populated with a bunch of people that said that. I'll get saved tomorrow. 
I'll do it tomorrow. Oh, you know what, man? They've been inviting me for a long time. Next time they invite me, I'm, I'm going to go. I'm going to give my life to Jesus. Huh? Or you know what? I know I said this one. I'm going to wait till I clean up my act. Wait till I get it all together. Right? Then I'm going to do it. That's how the enemy is. He's going to come in and lie to us. So when we're wearing those sweaters, he's, he's, he's able to come in and lie. He's able to come in and deceive us. There's a lot of different sweaters that the enemy tries to use on us. Right? Deception. A bunch of different stuff. But as long as we're wearing these sweaters, he's able to speak in. He's able to come in and speak lies. He's able to whisper in our ear. And we, we're able to hear him a little better when we're wearing his sweater, wearing his clothes. Hello. I'm going to wait till I clean up my act. Or how about this one? What are my friends going to think about me? Hmm? A delay. He tries to delay. He tries to push it off. Nah, do it tomorrow. Do it next week. Don't be in a hurry. Huh? So I'm here to let you to see all these sweaters, all these different sweaters, all of them. There's so many more, so many more. We could be here all night talking about ugly sweaters that the enemy tries to put on, especially during this type of season. Huh? But they all work together. All these sweaters work together to bring the enemy's plan for my life and for your life to fruition. That's what he wants. The enemy's working just as hard as God is at trying to get his plan for your life to come about. Just because you're saved, don't think the enemy gave up on you. Huh? Like I said, you could be here sitting here tonight and you could be lost. You could be wearing more than one of these sweaters. Huh? You could be wearing more than one of these sweaters. All these sweaters work together. So tonight we got to begin to take them off. Whatever the sweater might be. Maybe you're wearing a sweater of sin tonight. Maybe he's able to put that on you tonight. I don't know what it is. I don't know what kind of sin it is. You say, well, well, well I don't get high anymore, Pastor Toby. I don't drink anymore, Pastor. I don't, I don't do none of those things anymore, Pastor Toby. Well, the Bible says that when you know what is right and you don't do it, that's sin. Sometimes we think, well, if, I, you know, if I'm getting high or I'm you know, out there involved in gang violence or I'm beating people up and, or I'm slamming you know, stuff into my veins, that that's sin. Yeah, that's sin. That'll separate us from God. But sin is knowing what is right and not doing it. That's sin. So here tonight, you really have to evaluate your heart. Really take a look at, am I wearing that sweater tonight? Do I have that sweater of sin on tonight? Do I know what's right and I'm not doing it? So when God speaks into your life and he asks you, son, daughter, I got a plan for your life. Here's what I need you to do. I need you to step. I need you to go do this. I need you to go witness to that person. And you don't do it. That's sin. I've been, I've worn that sweater all, all the time. But the good thing is we can take it off anytime. We can take it off anytime. We don't got to keep sporting that sweater because it's not fashionable. Huh? It's not fashionable. The sweater of sin separates us from God. Enemy wants to separate us. The sweater of discouragement it creates a doorway into our life. Huh? Not to God, but to the enemy. To the enemy, to hopelessness, despair. That's what the enemy wants to bring into your life. Huh? Some people think, well, I got it good right now. Sure, the enemy will bless you for a minute. He'll make things look real good. And then when he takes it all away, which he will, he will, that's when the discouragement comes in. That's when that doorway opens up. Then he's able to come in and bring despair and eventually hopelessness. Or diversion, a sweater diversion, keeps our eyes off of God and on the things of the world. He wants to divert our eyes off of what God wants for us, what's important to God for your life. And then, of course, defeat keeps us from even trying. He doesn't even want us to try, right? Sometimes we come to church, he's like, man, I tried. You know what, I'm just going to stop trying. I'm just going to stop trying. I'm just going to give up because that's what he wants. Take it off. Take off that sweater tonight. Rip that sweater defeat off. And then the sweater delay. It'll hinder us from making decisions that will change our lives. 
huh? It'll keep us from making decisions that will change our lives. There's even there's somebody here tonight. You're thinking about making a decision. I don't know what it is, but God does. And the enemy knows what it is too. He's trying to get you to delay that decision. Just push it off. Wait, just do it tomorrow. We'll take care of it next week. Huh? You don't need to get saved tonight. Tonight's not your night. That message isn't even that good, man. You don't need to go to the altar. Right? He's gonna try to get you to delay. Huh? You can get saved anytime. You can get saved. You just wait till tomorrow. Just say a prayer before you go to work and get saved. I mean, it's true, it could happen. But tonight could be your night. Tonight could be the night that you make a decision that changes your life forever. If you decide to take off that sweater and stop listening to the enemy. You see, when we recognize that these ugly sweaters, when we recognize them, when we recognize these ugly sweaters that he tries to put on us, we'll be able to stop his plan for our lives. And what's his plan? Again, it's simple. Steal, kill, and destroy. Really simple. This Christmas, don't allow the enemy to dress you up with these or any other sweater that'll keep you from all that God has for you. Would you go ahead and bow your heads with me here tonight? The enemy wants to dress us up. He wants to dress us up kind of like puppets. He wants to put his clothes on us tonight. So when we're wearing his clothes, he's able to speak into our lives and we can hear him a little bit better than we could before when we were listening to God. But here tonight, we have the opportunity to strip off these sweaters, to rip these things off of our lives, to not allow the enemy to come in and to have his way and to see his plan in our lives. Because God's got a better plan for us to prosper us, to give us a hope. And yeah, it could be to make you a millionaire someday. That could be his plan. Or maybe it's to help somebody else become a millionaire. Maybe that's the plan he has for your life. Who knows? Only God knows what his plan is for your life, specifically. But I do know that it's better than any other plan that the enemy might have for you, that's for sure. Because the enemy's plan is to steal, kill, and destroy your life. He wants to steal, kill, and destroy the plan that God has for you. The only way that we're going to be able to come against that is to recognize the things that he's coming against us with and begin to take them off if they're on tonight. If you have any of these sweaters on tonight, you have the opportunity to rip it off, to get rid of it. And maybe here tonight, first I want to pray for anyone here tonight. Maybe you want to accept the Lord into your life. You want to make that decision. You don't want to delay anymore. You're tired of the way things have been going within your life. You've tried other things. And tonight, God is saying, just give me a try. Give me a shot. So I'm here to let you know that when you give God a shot, all I can say is everything's going to be all right. It's not going to be easy because the Bible doesn't say that. So I would never come up here and tell you that, well, if you accept the Lord in your life, everything's going to be easy from now on. You're not going to have any worries anymore. You're not going to have to go through any problems or trials. Well, that would be a lie. But I'm here to let you know that all that other stuff is still going to happen, but there's going to be a light at the end of the tunnel. And there's going to be somebody that's going to be walking with you through that tunnel to get to that light. And that name is Jesus. He's going to be with you. No matter what the enemy might throw at you, when you begin to accept the Lord into your life and you give your life to Jesus, God is going to be with you every single step of the way. You're not going to be alone. The Bible says he's never, he's never going to leave you and he's never going to forsake you like everybody else out there. So here tonight, maybe that's you. You say, you know what? I want to give my life to Christ tonight. I want to accept this Jesus, especially during this time of the year. Because you might even be alone. You might not have family. I'm telling you, when you begin to accept Jesus in your life, you don't have to put on these sweaters anymore. You can take them all off. And you can begin to, to wear that garment of praise that God wants to put on you. 
Uh, he wants to put a garment on you tonight. If that's you here tonight, with nobody looking around, everybody's up, head is down, eyes are closed, I want you just to raise your hand here tonight. Say, you know what? I want Jesus tonight. I want to accept the Lord into my life. God bless you. God bless you. Many hands are going up all over the place. God bless you. God bless you. I see your hands. Go ahead and put them down. God bless you.